The following is available in full at patreon.com slash tvskevin. Can we uh, also, can we talk about gay men, gay white, hot gay white men in positions of power? Okay, all right. All right. Let's, let's talk, Neo, let's do it. Let's do the thing. Telling Neo what to do because we're talking Neil Patrick Harris. We're talking Neil Patrick Harris, who I would do anything for, and Jonathan mm-hmm. Groff, who is my root gay person, and they're both like, Pseudo villains. I haven't finished it. Maybe the therapist has a fight scene. <laughs> I but... I have a overall. <laughs> I have a uh, I have a galaxy brain take about the casting of those two men. <clears throat> so <throat> anyone who wants to go first, I would like to go first. Do. Yes. I yes. since the Matrix is riddled with conspiracies, I think mm-hmm. it's a safe place for me to put my conspiracies. So since the Matrix is now synonymous to like having uh, simulation conspiracies and stuff, I my conspiracy is that Ryan Murphy runs a murder cult. And okay. Props. Right. Probably. Okay. Hot white men in positions of power and safety in his murder cult. And I think Jonathan Groff is definitely in it. And there's a, there's a strong chance that so is Neil Patrick Harris. That being said, I still love them. And maybe I'm on the dark side here. Um, Wait, is this the group of gay men that also killed JFK according to the movie JFK? No, 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 this is different. This is just Ryan Murphy. Okay. It starts with Ryan. It's a Ryan Murphy or Ryan Murphy. It's yeah. a Ryan, Ryan Murphy, Murphy joint. It's part of follow It's the part money. of Ryan Murphy. <laughs> Netflix Ryan overall Murphy. deal for Ryan Murphy is so, is so the conflict of interest here is that this is HBO Max and we know that Ryan Murphy's deal is in Netflix. So I do that's understand right. that that is a glitch in my matrix. But for that's how my, I feel. My uh, galaxy brain involves would envelope ryan murphy without explicitly involving the man i i don't think it's a legitimate call out post but he is at fault for what is happening here um, I'm so i'm i really need to hear this big brain take yeah okay so it honestly Mine was cool it too is, though no it was it absolutely was it was it was a beautiful galaxy brain take um 
involving accusing Ryan Murphy of murder. <laughs> involving, no, uh, not murder specifically, just being the leader of a murder cult. I see. Sort of putting Ryan Murphy in a Charles Manson sort exactly. of position where where he exactly. never picked up a knife. I see. I see. I see. Someone who was like okay. not even in the film, like really hot take. Sir, not appearing Absolutely. in this film. Yeah, sir, having nothing to do with the Matrix Resurrections, Ryan Murphy. Okay, so let's look at these two gentlemen, right? Of course, they have both appeared on Glee. We both know that. Uh, Ryan Murphy. Uh, so he was on one episode directed by Joss Whedon. Oh my god! So it's part of it. Oh my god! I knew it. I knew yeah, it. Exactly. I, that was somewhere in the back um, of my brain. So so okay. So we've got Jonathan Groff. We have Naturally. Neil Patrick Harris. Naturally. Two of the still. I think very few openly gay male actors in Hollywood. There's still a, a very scant amount of them. Mm -hmm. And I think there are some, of course, some closet cases, uh, but uh, that, that there are, you know, legitimate cases of people not coming out because it will impact your career. Um, it it yeah. still, it still does, right? You can't get a job as a, a leading man or a romantic lead if you are an openly gay man. Um, so these are two of the still very few openly gay men they're also both incredibly handsome talented white broadway actors right and i think that the that and 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 they are here both playing essentially recast versions of very iconic performances from the original trilogy because you have jonathan groff playing smith uh, sort of the the Hugo Weaving stand-in in this film, and you have Neil Patrick Harris taking over for the architect, right? And my my big take is that the casting of these two men is so specific, and it actually calls back to the last time three of us were gathered to discuss that one episode of Community, where they here embody the most safe, corporate allowable permissible version of public lgbtqia queerness, queerness yeah. exactly of of they are mm. the safest most digestible to you know the the mainstream audience version because mm. mm. everyone's conservative mom loves neil patrick harris because she watches how i met your mother right also, like everyone neil loves patrick neil patrick. Harris, I, I, I actually have a take on that of my psychiatrist shannon carroll shout out hi shannon if you're listening Yo, um, what up? Thanks for being a patron. <laughs> Thanks for welcome behind the paywall. Uh, but but they they represent the that ver that the most like palatable corporate ver the now currently you know replete version of like oh safe queerness like the bank puts up the rainbow flag every June but like yeah. what is it actually right. whatever or even means. And we are Pride Month brought to right. you by right. we're okay with queers in our TV and film but it's actually just cis white gay men it has yeah. to be this exact person and I I like both of these two actors quite a big deal especially like I basically grew up on Neil Patrick Harris right like I, I met your mother Dr. Horrible on top I grew up on top of Neil Patrick bottom Harris. bunk on top. That's right. Did you just call Neil Patrick Harris a bottom? I hope so. I believe it. I'd buy it. Um, I'm here. I'll I'll do both. I'll go either way. Yeah. I I think I think Neil Patrick Harris does whatever he wants. And I um, but I that is and they are and they are both in this movie sort of oppressive forces keeping mm -hmm. the less palatably queer mm -hmm. characters at bay. That is that is my big. Uh, uh, galaxy brain take about the casting of those two men in particular. Sorry, I know that took see, a while. see, I would argue to reinforce that, really, is not yes. just that Neil Patrick Fuck Harris yeah. 
um, embodies the safe, consumable queerness for the mass audit for the mass audience. But the fact that Neil Patrick Harris, as the arch villain of the movie, maintaining the Matrix, his most his biggest role, his most successful role, is How I Met Your Mother, where he plays a philandering, misogynist straight man. A man yeah. who maintain literally maintains and exploits the gender binary. A hundred percent true. A hundred percent true. Um, and I think it's all. It's, it's interesting all to it's think. All I mean, this is. I mean, to play off of that and to get into like the nitty gritty of the stuff. I guess. I guess. Uh, widget. This might be kind of spoilerish for you, but. <laughs> um, you did show up to a podcast about did. the movie. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> but, Thank you. So um, glad the, to have you. The idea no, of absolutely. having. So first of all, so we talk about how like right the Matrix got. They, they updated the Matrix, right? Mm -hmm. They purged a bunch of the old programs. They started over again, and they integrated this new system that was basically devoted to, like, as long as these two people are still within the Matrix, it, it still works. So there's an entire section of the Matrix and the, its programs devoted to maintaining these, these, these kind of facades. These emotional prisons for yeah, these two yes, people. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Really well put. And... To have these people, right, <clears throat> when we look at these old movies, right, we've got <clears throat> the architect and we've got Mr. Smith, and mm -hmm. we've got Smith and the architect, and they are these forces that are trying to keep them in, in, in the prison through aggressive means, right? We're saying, yes. hey, look, it's, it's a deeply cis lens, the deeply mas toxic masculine lens of the way that this this world exists and it functions, mm. right? And those themes, to be clear, were exacerbated drastically in the sequels. But it is still present in the first ones, naturally, because that's the way that they worked it in. To then have, in this reality, the Matrix be represented and have the systems that keep Neo in check still be these two cis white guys, right? But instead mm -hmm. of using violent means, their predominant methodology is through emotional manipulation. Mm -hmm. Gaslighting. We are being gaslit so hard at the beginning it, of this movie. It's it's a huge comment on gaslighting. Um, but also, it's they're immediately subverting the way that violence is perpetuated. We're saying, hey, look, violence... It's and also importantly mm. saying, look, if we're gonna lean into this, like I can't just as a trans woman make here's the other thing. Lana Wachowski as a trans woman could not have put straight cis white dudes as the villains without being vilified herself as peeking aside. That's mm -hmm. just a lens that couldn't have happened. And in yep. putting mm -hmm. these queer people in it, she it's it's another explicit defiance of binaries. And this really resonated for me. On the second watch, when I when you when there's the scene with uh, Neo and Trinity in the coffee shop, right, mm -hmm. and they're finally meeting, and it's a conversation that like doesn't make sense at first, but it like mm -hmm. absolutely does once you've seen it already, um, and you're starting to realize this whole thing is about is about subverting binaries and tropes in in a way that they couldn't have before. It's Neo, about Trinity's transition. I mean. Uh, I do I mean, want to hear more about that. But, oh no! Well, uh, she transitions to also being a one to join um, Neo. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, well, also I could uh, not to get 
this is a really good discussion. I think it's also worth discussing whether or not she was always a one, and that's a that is a retroactive memory that we don't have because the original trilogy is a video game that's not actually true to what actually happened. But the, what I was realizing was that we are introduced with Neo and Trinity, who is in the Matrix. Neo is a tell me if this makes sense because I don't know any of these in real life. A presumably multi-millionaire slash billionaire uh, mm-hmm. video game mogul man who has a therapist. He's the guy who he's the guy who did like Spore and like in the Fable oh. games. But oh he has a therapist. This is a man who has this is a man or like who, Peter, yeah, who has Peter a Molyneux. relationship a he's functioning and good Molyneux. relationship supposedly with his therapist which is not something we've seen which is not demonstrated sure. like ever. Yeah, we, we then, never see that from Randy Pitchford. We never see that from like Sid Meier. Like, oh, if you even talk about it. And then we juxtapose that with Tiffany Trinity who doesn't have a therapist instead Builds motorcycles. They no, like every trope of emotional resolve build. and dealing with these issues has been, and I hesitate to use this, but has been gender flipped, right? And sure. the thing is, it still exists in a binary in the Matrix. But what they've done is they've subverted and they've flipped a lot of stuff to mm-hmm. to play with that. That's why it's so important to me because. It, the whole movie is not about flipping and subverting tropes. It's removing yourself from the binary that's present, right? It's yeah. not, oh, a bunch of straight white dudes are now fighting me. It's And then it switches to a bunch of gays are emotionally manipulating me. And it's like, yeah. there, that's still a binary. And then when, yeah. you, when you're no longer in the Matrix now after it, now we're in a world where we've got uh, programs and sentience and humans, you know, all dealing with stuff, and aliens are fighting aliens. It's not aliens. What? Aliens. Robots. Uh, machines. Robots are fighting robots. Machines are fighting Scythians. And machines, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, we've got different... Like, it's it's far more expansive than that. Also, I'm pretty sure all the people outside of the Matrix, by the way, are like all people from Sense8. <laughs> I'm pretty sure all oh, okay. of them are bisexual. Yeah. And they visually explore that too mm-hmm. to, to remove sexuality even from the binary outside of it. it's just it's like it's a fully expansive subverting and flipping and under undoing yeah. it's it's and in doing so it's it's saying you can't undo something that you've already done by going to the opposite because existing in binaries is just as harmful on either side well exactly Trinity Without isn't opposed to being a wife and a mother She's just uh, poses being forced into being it. Right, exactly. Yeah. And then they also, of course, and this is the, the big brain thing that I love about it, is that they also, in a really clever way, and I don't know if I have the ability to expand upon it fully yet, but in my eyes, they also specifically target the idea of treating binaries and lack of binaries as another false binary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And without getting into like fractal brain nonsense about that, I think that that's an incredible lens that only someone with a, a trans lens and an understanding of philosophy quite like Lana Wachowski could pull off as effectively as she did. That's a, you know, a claim, but I stand by it. So there, those are my thoughts. I've rambled quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> stand, stand by it. I mean, this, this, mm-hmm. this and- movie warrants these kinds of discussions. 